Hey, this is Chris. And this is Casey. And this is Slip Into Something Uncomfortable. (laughs) (laughs) So I know we kind of covered it in an old episode. I don't remember which episode it was specifically, but you had even made a joke like, oh man, now I sound like one of those people like, well, I have black friends, so Mm. dot, dot, dot. Right. That's another reason that I thought of this because I was sitting back thinking about my childhood and I was thinking, I saw a Halloween costume where this black couple had done white face making fun of, it was a meme and it had made fun of the two white people that were holding guns like really sloppily in their front yard a couple of months ago. Uh, Okay. And so that kind of triggered a bunch of stuff. And then I sat and thought for a while and then I was like, well, is it like a cringeworthy saying of token white friend or token black friend? Cause we joke about it, but is it like a buzzword? Is it cringeworthy? Because growing up, I was always the token white friend. My friends were always Asian or Mexican or black. Okay. Yeah. Which is, you wouldn't think so because I have such a middle-class like yuppie with the whole rad and bitchin'. But I mean, I'm also kind of, I don't know. I kind of like to play off of words too. So I've been saying y'all for years, but now it like really sticks. <laughs> right. But I've been saying things like you would think I'm just totally like a valley girl the way I talk sometimes or speak. Right. But I was always, besides my friend Brianna and maybe a couple other people, I was like the only white girl. And so I was sitting here naming all my best friends through the years. And that's such a white girl thing to say to you, like my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> So everything, like I'm totally, everything's amplified right now. So it's going to be so crazy to sit and dissect this because this is what we really want to do. We want to really get uncomfortable and be like, is it prejudice if, if, is it stereotype if, if, is it racist if, Right. because I feel like racist is too strong of a word. I feel like everyone's a stereotype. Everyone's been stereotyped. Everyone has stereotyped someone else. Yes. Not necessarily that we're racist, but I think it's just something that's ingrained into us. Well, the thing is this, people have a negative relation with the word stereotype. It's literally, it's just a word and it's just describing something. There's just because you call it a stereotype don't necessarily mean that it's negative. Stereotypes usually come from patterns of truth that other people recognize from another culture. You know, the saying that Mexicans eat beans and rice. Yeah, somebody might be like, oh, that's offensive. Or that's, you know, some people might even say it's racist because they don't really know what racist means. But mm-hmm. you, what you would say is, oh, that's you're being stereotypical or you're being using a stereotype. I'm like, yeah, I am using a stereotype. Correct. Right. And just because you say it doesn't mean it's offensive. Right. It's like I am using a stereotype. And guess what? There are a lot of Hispanics that do enjoy beans and rice as part of their cultural cuisine. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, if you just say something like, um, I don't know, I guess the way you can make that offensive is like... Like, oh, those wetbacks are always eating those burritos on their breaks from mowing Right, like, (laughs) oh, what what you got for lunch today? Beans and rice? Like, if you're trying to say it in a way that's almost like talking crap... Yeah. It's just ways to go about it, but simply acknowledging the fact that they like that particular food <laughs> is not like a bad thing. Like no. Asian people and rice and chopsticks, like, oh, you got it's not bad. It's just, yeah, that's what they use. 
the majority of them, they use chopsticks. <laughs> they eat rice. It's part of their diet. Yeah, like you said, it's just a stereotypes come from truth most of the time. And people get right. so offended or so uncomfortable. And it's like, are we really that offended or un- uncomfortable? Or are we trying too hard to prove that we are not racist or stereotypical or prejudiced, that we are being offended for someone else? That's definitely has something to do with it. I, I know a lot of people out there are just piggybacking off of the idea of somebody else being offended. They want to fit in. It's almost like that cultural acceptance thing because we all feel that that's not right. And all of a sudden, our clique over here, that's not cool. So, you know, you want to fit in and you're like, yeah, that's not cool. You know, that's prejudice or that's you being stereotypical and that's not right. It's like, fam, what's not right? I don't understand. It's It's really not offensive. There's certain things that are just not offensive that people, I feel, try and... I guess they try, I don't want to say justify, but they they try and be like, no, it is offensive because it's not right for this and this reason. And it's not even their culture. Like they're over here trying to defend somebody else that's not even offended by it. Right. That that is aimed towards. I got a friend, uh, this uh, UPS driver, pardon me, FedEx driver, he comes into my job all the time. And every once in a while, he'll throw around some stereotype or he'll just say something like, yeah, brother, or he'll just... He'll just speak with a certain lingo. Mm-hmm. Some, but he does it almost because he's comfortable with me. Mm-hmm. He does it because, for one, he's comfortable with me. Also, he's trying to relate, and also he's trying to be funny. I'm not taking that offensive. I'm not like, oh, you're stereotyping me. Like I talk like that, or I eat that, or I whatever. I think like that. I don't. It's for what? Right. It's not. It's really, really not offensive. Because to be honest with you, there's so many times to where I can be around. Mexican friends, Asian friends, white friends, to where I'll have all kind of little zingers that I want to throw out in no way, shape, or form. Racist. I just, I joke a lot. And if I get a chance to throw something in, then I will. And that's that. And we laugh about it and we keep it pushing. In today's society, I believe just people are in this era of being offended, want to be too politically correct and don't want to offend anybody. And it's just, I'm over it. And it's, it's gone overboard to even the fact, like I work, like I'm the only white girl except for two other girls. And one is like half Hispanic, but she just calls herself white. Cause she's like, I don't, I don't need to deal with all those labels or whatever, which I get, but like soldiers will come in to where I work at and they're like, Hey, I need help. I was getting help from that one guy. And I'm like, well, which one guy? And of course the fact that I'm like the only white girl and I work with all Puerto Ricans and black people, I'm like, which one guy? Was it the tall black guy, the short black guy, the black guy with the cane? Was it the Puerto Rican? (laughs) And they sit and look at me like, I can't believe you're saying this. And it's no matter what race or background they come from, Asian, white, black, Mexican, Hispanic, whatever. And it's like, well, I'm not being offensive. I'm not like, oh, the brother over there, the dark brother. I'm just like, yeah, like the black guy, like the tall black guy or the short black guy. Just like I would say like the tall white guy or the short white guy with, with the glasses or the beard. I'm trying to like describe them in other ways of, than just the color. Cause I still don't think that that's a, a, like a racist or prejudiced or stereotype thing. I'm not like, oh, the one eating watermelon and fried chicken over there. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Well, <laughs> this is what I can say. Yes, it's going to seem unreasonable and not fair because of the sins of 
white people from back in the day, mm-hmm. back in history time, the things that they've done and how they referred to other ethnicities, cultures, whatever may have you. When white people say that, when they use a color to describe somebody, it automatically sends up a light bulb, like alert. Like it's just, even if it, you didn't, you wouldn't even have to say color. If you said that Mexican guy and you're white, you mm-hmm. is going to send up an alert. If I, if somebody came to me and was like, hey, did you see this dude? Like, what is it, the white dude over there? He will, they would think nothing of it. Right. They would think right. nothing of it at all. If I said the white guy or the Asian guy or the Mexican guy over there, they, nothing of it. Like, oh yeah, yeah, that guy over there. Or sometimes I've noticed people would come to me and describe somebody they're looking for by their ethnicity or their color. Oh, I'm looking, there's this white dude with this beard or he's a Mexican guy and he blah, 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 whatever may have you. It's just different because they don't have that association of racism or violence or prejudice with my skin tone. Right. Regardless if you're that way or not, they have a negative association with you being white, just with white people in general. And for the most part, sometimes the subconscious, they don't even necessarily realize it. It's just what it is because it's taught. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, some of that stuff you just can't necessarily help. I mean, if you want to make it to where you're not offending anybody, you can just say, ask, who are you looking for? What does he look like? Yeah, that is a good... Yeah, like, what does he look like? Can you describe him or her? Then just go off of that. I wouldn't even take the lead. That way, they can't have any type of um, feeling, you know, about it. Yeah, and I've made sure, too, that I'm not like, oh, what, that Chinese guy or, oh, that Mexican guy? Like, I'll make sure, oh, he's Cuban or, oh, he's Korean. I won't say, I won't just blanket it, like, oh, just Asian or, but I also don't go as far as, oh, that Nigerian or that Barbadian. That'll probably be better, (laughs) be honest with you. Yeah. Because that is more uh, almost personal and respectful because a lot of people, for instance, he might not want you calling him black. He might be like, yo, I'm Nigerian. Yeah. Or Dominican Republican. Yeah, like call me that. For instance, if I was in Italy, I would rather somebody say, oh, that American than that black guy. Yeah. That would make me feel more comfortable. I'd be like, yo, I'm American. Like, why are you why are you calling me? You're like, yeah, I know I'm black, but that's simply my skin tone. That's not my ethnicity. I'm American, African American. That's not your character, yeah. Right. Yeah. So I mean, I do try to default to the the one with the blue jeans and the blue and white striped shirt or the one with the glasses. But I still get that look sometimes because it's like I do work with a lot of black guys and it's like, was it the tall black guy or the short black guy? Like the black guy wearing the red shirt or the black guy wearing the white shirt? Well, I don't remember. Okay, well, did he have a beard or a cane? Like there's so many. (laughs) And I'm like, how are you not? If you're looking for someone specific, this is on you now. This is not on me. So don't look at me with those looks. I'm not saying anything negative. I'm just saying. I'll be like, what's his name? Do you know the name? Yeah. If you don't know the name. Oh, I'll do that too. Yeah. I need them to just tell me their name because if you, it's like this, you got to almost tell them, if you just tell me you're looking for somebody, then I'm literally going off of what I can see. Yeah. So I, that's what I'm going to be describing. And I'm describing it to you to see if you're familiar with my description so we can find the person we looking for because you don't have a name. Right. (laughs) Like there's only so many ways I can help you find somebody. Yeah. You can't get mad at me if if I point out, oh, the black guy with a beard. If there's 20 black dudes here, I have to start naming certain features. 
But at the same mm-hmm. time, if there's a whole lot of black guys there, really all you have to say is, oh, the dude with the big beard. That's true. That is true. That alone, I guess, can help. I wouldn't even use anybody's stick to that. skin tone. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't even, I would just try to shy away from that as much as possible because I already know how people look at that when somebody white is yeah. saying it. And I get that. I get that the appropriation comes from a place of where people have been mistreated and oppressed. And I get that. And I get that there's a fine line between appropriation and appreciation. But I've heard some crazy examples over the years that I'm just like, really? Are they really offended or do they just want to bitch and complain with certain things? Not just black people. I don't want to come off sounding racist no <laughs> or prejudiced. Uh, no not at all like asians and indians and even other white people and like mexicans and stuff so and like i really want to get into the nitty-gritty but again in a topical way because i have a lot to learn on this and i want to learn on this so that i don't come off as an ignorant asshole so some people do just want to complain some people want something to be able to get in the argument with uh, over because, like I said, a lot of this stuff is taught. So I have a lot of friends in, with different um, backgrounds, cultures, color, whatever may have you. And I've had a lot that just don't like white people. And I'd be like, for what? I don't like them. Why? They're racist. They're stupid. They're so dumb. They, they say this and they say that. I'm like, so all of them? Yeah, you know, the ones that I came across. I wish if, if somebody said this and this to me, I'll do this and the other. All that lets me know is they're anticipating. And so any little thing that you may say is going to be enough to trigger them to act as though they are overly offended because they were waiting on it. They're going to react prematurely is going to be right. is going to be just too much. So some people are like that, not all, but you do have some that just literally just want to be able to bitch uh, for no reason. And it's, it's their loss. A lot of people are just ignorant. And like I said, a lot of things are taught. And some of these things are their own experiences. You know, they might, the only experiences they had with certain white people might have not been positive. It might have been negative, And then the other ones might have just been slightly neutral. So nothing necessarily positive to give them something to say, yeah, okay, I'm cool with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I like them. And then you get the stuff on TV. Then you get media. And then, you know, with social media, you get all kind of crazy bigots and extremeness. Right. People be extreme. And then when you get the people that claim or say, I'm not racist, but they're going against something that is in favor of you. It's like, whoa. So they're not racist, but low key, they still kind of feel racist. Yeah, I don't mess with them. So it's it's right. a lot that goes against certain people. It's a lot to decipher and dismantle. And it's a lot to just like sit and be like, I just got to figure out you as a character and where you stand on the line, like whether I can trust you or not. Yes. And you got to make that call really quick when you meet someone. Yeah. Well, that's the difference. When you're meeting somebody and talk to somebody, it's a completely different type of vibe. I'm feeling it's everything I believe is obviously different from meeting somebody in person and talking to somebody online. Yeah, that's true. It's just not the same. Like I can, you can say something sideways to me. Like, nah, I agree. I like Trump. And I look at you, I'll be like, for what? Oh, because this and that and the other. And I'd be like, well, what about this? And we'll have a conversation. And next thing you know, within this conversation, he understands where I'm coming from. I understand where he's coming from. 
And then when I say, well, this this isn't right, and he'll be like, okay, yeah, that's not, but other people, whatever, whatever. As long as I see acknowledgement in certain things that are blatantly wrong with another person's character, and he's like, yeah, okay, I agree with that, but he has good points, then I'm kind of, I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. If somebody is just like, nah, everything this person does is right, but it's a bad guy, and he's obviously like racist or something like that, not saying Trump, but whoever, he's obviously racist, that's when I'm, I'll have a problem. But if we can actually right. have a conversation and he gets my points, I get his, I'm cool with that. I've met a lot of people that I didn't agree with or say things and I'm kind of looking at them sideways. But the more I talk to them, the more I'm a little bit more comfortable. And see where they're coming from and see why they, that's yes. the truth that they live. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So just like with anything, this isn't even even this whole topic, it doesn't have to be an appropriation thing. It just has to be a common decency and a common respect sort of thing. Yeah. But it's still a thing. It is. You see, cultural appropriation, this is the thing. When you hear cultural appropriation, you usually think of white folks because you don't really hear about, oh, that Mexican guy offended me because he's dressing like my people or that black guy's offended me because he's dressing like my people or that Indian guy or that Asian guy. It's always Usually, I don't want to say always, but the majority of the time, the complaint is towards a white person. And there, in my opinion, the reason why I think that stands out so much is because in this country, they were the uh, oppressors of a lot of people, right? Yeah. So if you are an oppressor, then all of a sudden, let's say... Because some of it, some of the stuff I don't even think is appropriation. Some of it I almost think is is almost flattering. But so black people, let's just go with women. Oh, look at her butt. It's so big. Ugh. They got big butts. Ugh. Look at her lips. Look at their lips. So big old full lips. Ugh. I don't like that. Look at those hips. Those big old thighs. Ugh. I don't like that. That's gross. So black people are so nasty. You know, this is like, this is what was said back in the day. This has been those type of words and that thought process been going on for a long time. When you look at a magazine, what is it? It's a very skinny, it used to be a very skinny white woman, thin lips, long hair, blue eyes, not really no butt like that. Mm, probably some kind of implants, whatever. But that's what it was. Now, this is an almost, it's, I don't even know if you would call it culture, but it's the big lips, getting big lips and getting the big butt and all that kind of stuff. And that's the thing. Now that's beautiful. Now that's like, that's hot. Yeah. All of a sudden it's appreciated. And so in our culture, we look back like, wait a minute, forever they've been calling us ugly because of that. Now all of a sudden it's glorified and it's, and it's beautiful. Now, now you guys are, are with it. <laughs> I get lip filler. <laughs> <laughs> like what, like what happened? What happened? And it, it's kind of like, you want to say like, no, 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 don't do that. Stick to what you were doing because you didn't, it's, it's kind of like you didn't you like didn't us back that. then. Yeah, you didn't like that back then. It was it was horrible and you you made us feel like crap. And now all of a sudden, like, I don't, I honestly don't know where the wave came from. I blame it. I, I don't want to say blame. Kardashians. I, I put it on music in uh, movies because in, uh, everybody listens to music and everybody used to watch music videos. And the women mm -hmm. in those, the ones that the rappers chose are the R&B, People chose big butt, nice lip, black women, nice lips, curvy, all that kind of stuff. And then that got glorified. It did. And the more that genre of music got bigger and bigger, 
the more glorified that look got. And then you got people in the media, people real up there in the media, start saying, you know what? Kardashians, for instance, I like black dudes. I like them. Mm -hmm. And oh, the black guy is like me. Well, what does that girl look like? She got big butts. She got uh, big lips. She's basically shaped like a black girl. Or what's those one chicks? Um, right. Armenians be shaped too. Um, not to say that only black girls are shaped like that, but just in general. And so that it gets popular. It just gets popular. Like Kylie Jenner, all of a sudden lip fillers. So, yeah. so many more people all of a sudden are getting lip fillers. And I'm telling you, like, black women are really sitting back like, wow, that's crazy. I get it in the sense, like, at first I was like, but that's just, okay, so, like, flattery is the best form of whatever, but, or imitation is the best form of flattery. But at the same time, now that you said something, it made a light bulb go off in my head because freckle tattoos are a big thing and, like, big dorky glasses. And I remember as a kid, like, when I had braces, or I had to wear glasses, or I had freckles before anyone else, or a flat chest, people would make fun of me and I'd have to cry myself to sleep because I wasn't the norm. Right. Now it's the cool thing and people are actually tattooing their faces. They're growing out their eyebrows to look like freaking crazy bushes. They're getting <laughs> tattooed microbladed bush eyebrows. Right. They're going there. They want to get their implants taken out and look flat as a board so that they can look like a model with the huge hips and the tiny waist and the tiny little chest and the tiny arms and stuff. So like, like, and that's what I want to be like too is, Oh, but I earned it. Like I actually legit had to wear the glasses to see I had to wear the freckles. So I get it now. Like, see, I didn't think about it in that way before where like the girls would sit back and be like, "Uh uh-uh, like you didn't have to suffer through it. You don't get to get the benefits of it. And it's almost like, and the thing is this, there's certain emotions we wouldn't even have if we did not have to suffer for it. Like we were right. fine with ourselves. We believe and know that we're beautiful and we're great. But you guys made us feel, not you, but you know, like, no, I know. I mean, <laughs> like you guys made it, us feel inferior. Right. You put that, that inferiority complex on us. Like, uh, you know, that's nasty. Look at your, your wide nigga nose and you know, your hair and especially with hair and stuff like that. Like, they went in very, very hard. So is very contradictory and it's, it's very... um. Yeah, like they made, oh my God, all the flat irons and stuff. I remember in the 90s, that was huge. Everyone was flat ironing their hair and it was ruining girls' hair. Yes, it was bad. And it's it bad. Really so bad. It makes people, it, and that's the thing, like that's why a lot of black women back in the day, they used to straighten their hair because they used to try to make their hair straight like white folks because white folks used to tell them their hair texture, the way that it is, is ugly. Yeah. That it's it's nasty. I used to one of the things I used to think when certain sometimes black women that get on other women and say, "Oh, you're copying our hairstyle," and that's kind of I don't necessarily like that too much because there's a lot of hairstyles that black women wear that are not their culture, and right. it's like you can't be over here like saying one thing and then doing the same damn thing yourself. You can't be contradicting yourself like that. You just can't like. Everything does not need to be offensive. Like, it's not that deep. Like, if she really wants to wear her hair like that, so be it. Have braids or cornrows or something. Yeah, it's like, it's almost like, so be it. It gets to the point to where it's like, she's not doing it because she is trying to say something about you. Yeah, she's not mocking you. She's It is like an appreciation thing. Right, it's a style that she notices hot and she wants to do it. Yeah. That's it. 
I get it that we got mocked for it, but we're not anymore. You got with progression, you need to progress. If you if progression is happening and you decide to stay neutral, just stay where you are, that's your own fault. You have to just move along with the times. Everybody is not trying to offend you. With progression, you need to progress. I love right. that. That is so, so simple and so profound. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, most things, honestly, most things that are profound is simple. To be honest, I've noticed that. But with a lot of the cultural appropriation, it happens. I know it does. And it doesn't happen with white people. Um, well, I've heard some crazy white ignorant comments where people are like, okay, if you're so proud of being black, Beyonce, and this was just because I like got all crazy trying to research crash course study this. So white people would be like, okay, if you're so proud of being black, why'd you get like a nose job and dye your hair blonde? But it's like, no, wait, because first of all, with everything that's happened this summer, I've learned things like there are business law or business like office attire rules and laws where people can still get sent home for the natural kinkiness in their hair. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. It's the year 2020. And like, if a girl wears her hair like normal or doesn't put a weave on top of it or like shave it short or wear it in braids or curled up or straightened or anything, she can get sent home for that. What the fuck? Oh yeah. It's happened. It's happened. That but is Beyonce, insane to me. Beyonce ain't got to worry about that. She's worth a billion uh, with Jay-Z. So she's not going to nobody's dress code. When it comes to uh, hair color and that kind of stuff, that kind of stuff, I don't care what color somebody does their hair, especially if they're black, because there's, and black people have natural, every color hair, from brown, blonde, white. A lot of red. Black, like all of it. Well, I don't know about red. Well, actually, yeah, red too. Red too. Yeah, I've seen a lot, lot of red, red, like in the yeah, sun. Yeah, yeah, like every, they have every texture. Like you can get, every color can come from black period, mm -hmm. like every color. So it's that kind of stuff. I don't, it's kind of like, okay, she dyed her hair blonde. Yes. It's not a lot of blonde, black people with blonde hair, but it's not because she's trying to copy, like look white. And it's the same thing that I say with a white woman got a black woman's hairstyle. It's not because she's trying to look black. She just liked the style or like the way it looked. So she's going to try it. Right. That's really all it is too. And I don't know about no nose job. I don't know if she's doing that Michael Jackson shit. I don't know. <laughs> I know. That was this is internet garb that I've been trying to catch up on. <laughs> I, I could never, I'll tell you like this. I can never relate any type of, oh, she this person's trying to look white or this person's trying to look masculine or whatever, whatever, based off of some type of plastic surgery they get. Because every woman of every culture gets plastic surgery. Oh, not just plastic surgery, but just fillers and stuff. Like I said, yeah. like I get fillers, I get Botox, I get all kinds of like my eyebrows lifted right. and stuff because I want to look more just not so white, <laughs> but like not as like a negative thing to like white, boring, sleepy eyes, but like I want to look more exotic. And that's, okay. that's a thing too right now. And it's like looking exotic. Yeah. And people are doing like these thread lift thrill fill, fillers or whatever. I can't even talk right now. I'm getting so passionate about this, but like <laughs> from what I was reading online, it's so crazy. Cause it's like, it's like anything else with history, like white people come along and fuck it up. Cause the minorities and the oppressed like to make fun of minorities and oppressed. There's a lot of Mexicans in the Mexican culture that make fun of like what they call. If you wear a sombrero for Cinco de Mayo, a lot of Mexicans, like straight from Mexico or right north of the border, 
that I've ever met, they don't get offended. They're just like, yeah, drink your tequila, wear your sombrero, I, 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 whatever. Right. And like, I know Irish people and Scottish people that are like, yeah, St. Patrick's Day, cool, wear a kilt, like drink some whiskey. And then I know like Hawaiians and stuff, because I have family and friends over there. Like, yeah, it's cute when you dress up your little kid like Moana for Halloween. But I also have family members that are like, no, that's appropriation. But it's like, they won't explain why. And then it's like, as far as like the Indian culture, like there's Asian and then there's like Asian Indian, like with the Mendi and the Bindi and the the henna on the hands and the, you know, the saris and stuff like that. And then like Korean people will make fun of it or people will make fun of Harajuku girls. And like, then there's the whole like American Indian thing with the whole stick a feather in your hat, call it macaroni. If it's a costume for Halloween, it's a costume. It's, I don't see how that, I don't see really how that would be offensive. Like, it's a costume. Now, if I seen, sometimes it just looks odd and out of place because it's like, what? Like that Mexican guy is dressed like Shaka Zulu. That's <laughs> weird. You know, or blackface. <laughs> like, it's like, uh, okay, it just catches you off guard because it, it should. But it's a costume. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna get offended. Like, yo, who are you? I'm shocked. And he's like, oh, I'm a sh- I'm Shaka Zulu. As long as he doesn't start acting like an idiot, then I'm fine. But if you start acting in a way to where it's offensive, and when I say offensive, I mean like you start acting stupid. Like you're you're acting like the person you're supposed to be is an idiot. Then that's when it becomes offensive. Yeah. If that person was not an idiot, but you're going off of a stereotype off of how they um, look at certain people over in that area, that's when it's like offensive. But if you're just wearing the costume and you whatever, like if I put on a Indian outfit to where I got the feathers and stuff and like people saying, what's up? And I'm like, how? I'm saying that because that's one of the things I know that they say. Like Native American. Yeah. Part yeah, not Indian, <laughs> Native American. I'm trying to... Don't be so prejudiced, <laughs> I know, I know. This, I'm, this, this ain't my fault. This is Hollywood fault. You know, Hollywood got us calling them Indians and everything else, cowboys and Indians. That's what we know. It takes a minute sometimes to remember, no, if that's actually Native American. I personally, I don't get offended by a lot. Mm-hmm. I wish a lot of other people were like that, but I don't try and see the negative first. If he's doing something to be an ass, I need him to reveal that. I don't want to automatically think that way. Right. So that's that's the yeah. best way I yeah. think it is to go about it. That's exactly, I mean, I feel like everyone should be like that. And if they're not, they should take a step back and ask themselves why they're not like that and see what kind of indoctrination that they've gone through or brainwashing mm-hmm. and what part of the system is holding them down because they're obviously being whispered to in one ear. Right. But it's also... It's crazy because when you do a simple Google search for a cultural appropriation, you get so many results. Oh my God, you could spend days on like one region of cultural appropriation alone, like in the yeah. world. I didn't know it went down as far as not just culture, cultural practices or holidays or favorite foods or something that you wear or like an, a saying or slang or phrase or whatever, but it literally, it goes down to like marketing. 
in the last few years, we've seen kimchi and bone broth being bone broth. Sorry, I thought I said that wrong. (laughs) Seen that marketed as like a health thing. But Asian cultures have been consuming that stuff for years, like hundreds and thousands of years as just a normal part of their everyday life. And now all of a sudden, oh, if you eat tofu and edamame and you drink sake and you drink bone broth, you're going to be strong and you're going to be smart and have a clear mind. And it's like, okay, you're using that to like market now. That's almost like, oh, more or less, you're catching on late. Like, yeah. So you caught on late because this is how I'd be looking at it. If, if I was Asian, I'd be like, look at these niggas. They just now figuring out. <laughs> you know that that shit is, is helpful. Like we've been on this diet forever and they're just now figuring out that this helps brain cells, that this helps your memory, that this you can be smarter by doing this and the other. Like, did they never ever once consider why our math scores are always higher? Did they never ever once consider why our education systems are better and why we have better test scores? And did they not once think, huh? Their diet is completely different from ours. I wonder if that has anything to do with it. Because it is things that go into our body that makes our body. Like, I would be over there like, wow. <laughs> like, yeah. it's only been like 300 years of you got how many ever 100 years of you guys seeing this and knowing that you guys are supposed to be so advanced and you barely finding out these things. Wow. Like, you guys see this commercial, they're over here like, oh, if you drink water, you won't be thirsty anymore. Like, yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I think they look at it like it's just that obvious. Like, yeah. Like, you, they're over here, like, celebrating, like, they just discovered electricity again. I would not think any type of way as far as them, like, culture appropriation or anything. It'd just be me, like, you guys are late and stupid. But yeah. whatever. We've been doing our thing and we've told you guys, we brought our diets over and you guys weren't with it. You want to eat what you want to eat. So, hey, that's what you've been doing. Yeah. That's one of those things to where, like how you said, like some people just want to be offended or find something to bitch about. That's one of them. There's no reason for you to relate that back to culture appropriation. Mm-hmm. I think it's just white people getting involved again and going like, wait, wait, wait a minute. We don't say... Indian anymore. We say Native American. We don't say Oriental anymore. We say Asian. Oriental's a food. We don't say, oh my gosh, I have to admit, I got into the stupidest conversation. I picked myself because it was right before we were about to record our first episode (laughs) and working with all the black people. Oh yeah, I'm recording right now. Okay. Good. Okay. Good check. (laughs) Okay. So recently at work, I was hanging out with some of my, my coworkers. And again, like I said, I'm like the only white person. There's some Puerto Ricans there, but it's mostly black people. And they had brought up the point that every decade they have to go by a different name. People of color, black, African-American, uh, the colors or the, the N word, which I'm not going to say, or Negroes or, and they're just like, well, what do we call ourselves today? And it was, I was seriously in the mentality of I'm recording with Chris tonight. I want to be uncomfortable. So I go, yeah, what do we call you? It was so stupid. And my friend Katrina, she goes, our names. <laughs> and I'm like, oh right. my God. Right. And I was like, I right. felt like the stupidest white person. Like I had the most privilege. I felt like I was, so, if I could put my foot in my mouth, I was seriously, and everyone started laughing. And I was like, you're fucking right. Like, I'm so sorry. That was, that was offensive. I should not have asked, but I was asking in a, 
I'm coming from an uncomfortable. I want to like approach these things with Chris. And I just came off so fucking dumb. That's actually hilarious. <laughs> what do I call you? Well, you've been calling me Jake this whole time. So you can go with that. <laughs> you just call us our names? Because I was like, yeah, what do we call me? Because we're not, not everyone is African-American. Some of them are Dominican or some of them are British black or something. So they're right. But it's like, I would never say any of the N-words, any variation of the N-words. And it's like, I should also consider that I would never say people of color or colored people. or Because it's like, there other white people have tans, like in Spanish cities. And then there's like albino people and stuff. So it's, you shouldn't go by the color of your skin. Like you said, you should just go by like a different characteristic. Never, ever say colored. No, no, no. Just never be like, oh, the colored boy over there. Nope, don't do that. that's probably the worst thing you can say and if there are a group of black people don't say the blacks that'll sound very bad or those people or them people yeah 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 i get that i probably wouldn't mind if you're like oh those people over there them is because you would say that for any ethnicity any you know any any race yeah any group yeah any group i wouldn't be offended of that but there's a lot of double standards when it comes to this kind of stuff white people definitely definitely get the short end of the stick because of history yeah we ruined it for others all our crappy relatives ruined it for the good ones in the future that are like legit concerned right. about what they say. <laughs> yeah yeah because when i say nigga i it's funny i call everybody that and it's almost like the f word you can put it in front or behind so many things and it's been several times, like all those white niggas over there. You see that Mexican nigga or that? It's a bunch of Asian niggas over there. Like I say that, I used to say that kind of stuff all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of just, how do I say it? It's like you guys earned it. But see, it, I just said you guys. Even, it's not even that. It's more like we say it to each other, almost an endearment. Because that's what we will call each other. But we call other people that just because it's kind of like also our a type of slang for mm-hmm. us. The reason why we don't, we are not cool with other people saying it, and this goes with almost every culture, is because all the way around the world, Black people were treated negatively and bad, screwed over because of the simply the color of their skin. And they were called right. all of these racist terms by everybody. So it's not like, oh, well, it's cool for them to say it, or it's cool for them to say it. Like, no, it's because we don't really know where you're coming from when you say it. We don't really know. We just, it's kind of like, why are you? And then we get to the point to where it's like, well, why do you want to say it? And it's like, oh, well, because. Yeah, why do you want to say it so badly? Just say something else. Say what you say to your your other counterparts, your your white friend or your Hispanic friend or your Persian friend. Yeah, whatever you don't you like walk them. up like, hey, what's up, cracker? <laughs> right. Do I ever say, <laughs> no, I never say that. <laughs> like, no, I know, but like white people don't do it as like a term of endearment either. So right, like, why right, would we? <laughs> right. We wouldn't have to do that with any color. We're just like, I mean, some people like hippies and stuff, like, what's up, my brother? What's up, my sister? But yeah, that's different. That could come across as the wrong thing. And like, I have a lot of Jehovah's Witnesses family members, and they call each other like brother and sister and auntie and uncle. That's a Hawaiian thing too. And I have Hawaiian Jehovah's Witnesses in my family too. So it's like a double-edged sword. But so I'm used to calling like, oh, my sister this or my cousin this or my auntie this or my niece this. But it's like, 
no. Because if I say something like, okay, get that for me, sis, then people are like, wait, what? No, nah, sis. sis is fine. If you ain't saying like sister, it ain't going to be offensive. That's what I thought. Yeah, it's not going to be. If you say, it's the same if you say bro, nobody's going to be bothered. It's when you be like, when you say it how black people say it. Yeah, you, well, like, thank God, because I say bro all the time. Yeah, bro is fine. <laughs> I call my daughter bro. right i really do i'm like bro what you doing over there exactly i do that too i i mean women don't matter i say dude man i just force a habit Mm -hmm. but it's also about your tone i've had a lot of white people old young whatever uh say brother to me and by their what about if they say son you better be old yeah i was just gonna say you better be like really old if you're gonna say son because that's that's another thing. That's not yeah, brother. Exactly. And even if you're old, I can tell your intent by your tone. I can tell that that's how he talks. Or he would have ta- called me that if I was any other ethnicity. It doesn't matter. He's, it has nothing to do with me being uh, Black. Now, if he said, boy, I'm not cool with that at any age. Right. Nah, you're not going to do that. I'm grown. Yeah. Yeah, because son could kind of be like a sweet, like, okay, come here, son. Can you get come get that for me or whatever? Like, right. Not like call me daddy or anything, but like on the opposite side of that. Right. right. But like, bro, I mean, just like, bro is a term of endearment. Like, I consider you that close. Like, I wouldn't mind being stuck in a house with you for 18 years. Right. Because I'll call her Odoo Pops. Sometimes I'll be like, Pops, what's up, Pops? What's going on, Pops? And I don't mean nothing by that. You know, so I'm not going to take somebody says, son, I'm, yeah, I'm not going to feel any kind of ways. That's once again, that would be somebody that is looking for trouble. Yeah. Like I'm offended. It just needs to stop a lot of, and being offended ain't the worst damn thing in the world. So what feeling if you get offended? Yeah. Like who cares? Is there's one thing if you're offended, there's another thing if it's just to the point to where just completely disrespectful, relax. Like, it's okay to get offended by things. Like, chill. Yeah, not everyone is going to agree with everything and not everyone is going to make sense of everything. So that's just a natural human instinct. And even things that are offensive now or were offensive back then are praised now. Like, you get some pretty cool hybrids out of it, like country music and now country pop music, like Taylor Swift. Like, because someone got a hold of it and was like, we're going to add some of this to it. Right. I mean, just like recipes, like... Okay, like the chili relleno is, I said that so gringo like, but there's certain <laughs> enchiladas and certain tamales and stuff that are like certain cultures eat them, but other cultures have adopted them and even made them better. Right. So it's, I think it's just all in the character of the person, the receiver and the, the audience. It's, if you're going to be a shithead about something, you're going to be a shithead no matter what. But if you're going to be right. the kind of person that's just, okay, where's this coming from? Is this a reflection of themselves or myself? Is this ignorance? Is this intentional? Or is this a term of endearment? Is this something that they're just used to saying or whatever? Like then just kind of like my question that went back a couple episodes ago where I was like, so like if Eminem started talking like that and you're like, no, but I mean, that's where he's from. So that's okay. Like that, you just got to kind of assess that in every situation that you're in and you've got to stop with the tuning in of all the social media where all the privileged white people are doing all the black lives matter marches and yelling pigs in cops faces and calling them fascists or anti-fat. I don't remember which, but like, like I have a black friend there. I go saying that, as you know, my friend Ricky, who's like 
super Republican, super anti-Black Lives Matter. And like, I have like a Mexican friend, Lou, who's just like, I don't get offended if someone wears a sombrero or calls me whatever, or an essay or says, orale pues, or whatever. <laughs> so it's like, I have all these friends that are just so even keeled. And I say, I have all these friends that are so even keeled. And so like you too, like I'm not offended. There's nothing to be offended about. But then I still, as the white person, get the short end where I'm just like, but wait, but then I don't want to come off sounding like the privileged white person, like, but where? I don't get to say anything. So that whole rant just sounded like I was complaining like that. Nah, I mean, honestly, it you're not going to please everybody, Yeah. period. Just like we just said, some people are just going to be offended. Some people want to be offended. And society and social media have trained people that we're near to be on their toes, like at all times. Somebody is going to say something that's offensive to you or that is not right because there's a lot of bigots and blah, blah out there. So people are waiting on it. Yeah. I just think people just need to be a lot more clear and blunt and just honest. And that would really solve all of the problems. Just be honest and blunt. Don't worry about if it's going to hurt. If it hurts their feelings, then, yo, fam, say it. And I'll straight out tell you, like, well, my bad dog, but whoop-de-whoop. And I'll just move past it. I'll say my bad. Sorry about that. Ain't nobody trying to offend you unless I am trying to offend you. That's a different story. But (laughs) (laughs) for the most part, yeah, I'll just be like, well, my bad. But this is something that that I've experienced a lot is when somebody is trying to say we're in an argument or discussion and it's probably with a stranger or whatever, they'll, and if they're losing an argument, they go directly to something racist to try to offend you. Like they don't know how to offend you, but they know if I say this, that's going to piss them off. So they get that reaction to make you look like an animal. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, they try to say something. Then for the most part, I can just look at somebody and me knowing what they're doing and why they're doing it lets me know that I've already won. And mm-hmm. also lets me know like, oh, you're trying to do the most to offend me because you have nothing to bring to this um, argument or this debate, whatever will happen. I'll just leave it. Now, if you keep pushing and you like say something very extreme, then, you know, I'll probably slide you, fold you up. But for the most part, I try to just keep it pushing. Yeah. Because you got to understand, sometimes it's you're a stronger person if you can let a weak person win. Yeah. If you can just keep quiet and let that person think that they're winning just by being loud, they think they're more right because they're more loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you're right. And I think, I mean, it just goes back to just pay attention to what's going on in all your surroundings. Pay attention to the the media, pay attention to the marketing. Don't fall for everything. Don't follow everything. Don't be a conformist. Just don't buy all the bullshit that you're fed, no matter what it has to do with. Go off of instinct. People don't, it's like they ignore it. Just go off of instinct. You know, there's certain things that you should see that instinctively, it throws you off. Somebody, like, there's a lot of dark humor out there. And I've run across posts and stuff. People are like, oh, my humor's too dark, blah, blah. And I'll somebody has said a joke and I'll be like thinking, I'm like, wow, that's a bit much, but that's for me, you know, but that's, that's my instinct. Like if you, like I've heard Joe, people make a joke on the, the Holocaust and stuff. And to me, I'm like, I don't get it. I don't, I get the joke, but I don't get why you would think of it. 
or why it would be funny. Right. I just don't, I'm not with that. You know, yeah, so, that's like more of an observation. That's not a joke. So yeah. <laughs> yes, so I don't get it, offended it, easily, but I do get offended. Like I love Howard Stern. Howard Stern's crazy and I love the skits and stuff, but I don't like the way he'll call people retarded. But that's because it would it would have affected me if one of my sisters that had lived instead of died would have lived past term because she was strangled on her umbilical cord. If she would have survived, she would have been retarded. She would have been had downs probably because of the lack of oxygen during delivery. So I get offended because I don't like things that people cannot help. Like don't call someone ugly. Don't call someone retarded. Don't call someone stupid. If you're going to be, that's the only thing I get offended with. So, but that's just me. That's because I, I try to sit and think about things on what you can and cannot control. Like don't make offense or don't make fun of someone by their skin color or by the way that their eyes are like, so that's what I'm trying to teach kids. And I'm just, just don't be that asshole that also takes everything to heart because you will never survive this world if you're like that. Yes. And those words like retarded and stuff like that, they're all, it's it, the origin obviously comes from people that have mental issues. And the reason on why it became, what would you say? It's come out like of the medical field. Well, yeah, it came out of the me- medical field and people started using it so uh, formally is because they used it to describe people that's doing something stupid. Mm-hmm. And so that's where it got mixed up. Cause it's like, no, you're doing some stupid, you're acting stupid where the word is for people that can't help it for being that way. So right. it's not for me, whenever I used to be like, man, you retarded. Are you, are you dumb? It's because they're acting dumb, not necessarily because they are. And I wouldn't be trying to mock somebody that actually is mentally retarded because I would, I probably wouldn't even call somebody like that retarded. I would just ask like, yo, is he kind of, I, I just say slow. I'm like, yo, or is, like he kinda- is it autism? Is it cerebral palsy? Is it, I mean, I see that's an, another thing that's like me. Like I try not to just be whole that Asian or that black guy. Or, like I'm trying to be like, oh, it's the, I try to get more specific. And when I try to get specific is when I put my foot in my mouth. Cause I'm not, Sometimes I don't have all the full information. It's like when you're trying to say a big fancy word and you don't know it, so you mispronounce it or like the the adverb right. or adjective of it. It's like like instead of uh, what's oh what's the word that Aaron and I used to get mixed up. I'll think of it probably tonight when I go to sleep, but it's so <laughs> funny cuz it's like everyone always says, "Oh, if they're conversating and it's like, no, they're conversing. But like, when you say conversing, <laughs> try, this is a whole other tangent. I know, but it's just like, that's how my brain works. So anyways, I always go to conversating in my mind, but I know I have to stop and think, no, it's conversing. So that's like with any other thing, as far as cultural appropriation or things that are offensive, like I'm not trying to be offensive. I just, that's instantly what my brain goes to. And then I have to stop right. and like backtrack. And that's where it makes me look like an idiot. <laughs> 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 like with my comment, like, well, what should we call you? And like, honestly, I felt so small, but I will never make that mistake in thought or in execution again. And it's not just because it's like something that I think, but I just have to hide it. It's like, literally, it was a light bulb moment for me. like. Right. Fuck do you think you are to say like, well, what do we call you? Like, who are you? Where are you? Where's your throne? No, that's gross. 
It's you, but it didn't come from a bad place. It didn't, and so, and like luckily they weren't offended because they know better. They know me better. Right, you're fine. Like I, I know I wouldn't, especially if I know the person, I wouldn't be offended by that. Yeah. Well, we've uh, we pretty much hit an hour, and we did the a basic topical topic on this. Like we didn't really dig too deep. We didn't get too descriptive in the the whole example area. But I think everyone knows where we're coming from. I think everyone knows what yeah. we're talking about. Yes, yes. And I think this is going to be a really good, uncomfortable conversation that a lot of people should listen to and maybe have their friends listen to because it's like you never have the chance to ask someone, like, is it offensive if or why do girls always right. this? Or like like that Emmanuel Atchow or whatever his name is that we love, the uncomfortable conversations with a black man his new series. Like, yeah. I love him. Oh my God. I want to have him as our first guest. So it's like, it's like not everyone has him to dial on their phone. So I want us to right. be that. So I want people to really, I hope this gets our traction and gets our feet on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. I hope people can relate to a lot of these things that we're talking about. And, um, as time goes, we will be able to articulate our thoughts and things better. <laughs> it's just taking a little time, still ironing out the wrinkles getting away with this being nervous and also but trying not to be of, offensive <laughs> i'm gonna start i think what i'm gonna do is try to unbuckle more and more in that word about being offensive if i offend you then just you know hey i'll let you know straight off the bat i'm not trying to if i am i'll let you know i am yeah i'm just like like i said i'm learning i'm not trying to like skate around things i'm just i'm learning and i'm in the open mind process i'm in the open phase of teach me Right. Which is all good. That's the best, the best answer to ignorance. Is yeah. Education. yeah. At least some people are willing. So hopefully the more people jump on that bandwagon. So, all right. Well, I think that's a good episode and we will continue to get uncomfortable and we hope that you enjoyed today's episode. Feel free to leave us reviews again, more info coming soon with maybe like contest, maybe an updated logo. I don't know. Some stuff, some stuff is coming. Things are in the works. Yeah, things are in the works. We're working. We're hustling. <laughs> All right. Well, have a good night and have a good day to whoever's listening to this, wherever, whatever time you guys are listening to this. Good night and good morning, guys. <laughs> yes, good night. <laughs>